Hello, guys, and welcome to the I Do Wedding Marketing Podcast. Yes, we are doing it. This is the debut episode of the I Do Wedding Marketing Podcast, and I am so glad that you have made your way here. I actually have printed notes. You might be able to hear them. I've got my cat by my side. I don't think you'll be able to hear him. But we, we're going to rock this out. We're going to do it. I am nervous, excited. Let me tell you if, you, if you must judge me, don't let it be for my sound quality. It's episode one. There's so many other things you can judge me for. We will, you know, figure out all this podcasting stuff as we go along. But right now, let me tell you a bit about I Do Wedding Marketing. The name says it all. I Do Wedding Marketing is a social media marketing business specifically for wedding professionals. My goal is to help wedding professionals learn social media marketing from the bottom up or to gain the confidence to outsource their social media. Either option, either way, I'm here for you guys. I'm here for you. But guys, this is our debut episode, so let me tell you a little bit about me too. In today's episode, as we go on, I'm going to be talking about our introductory topic, which is why social media. No better place to start than that, right? So stay tuned. We're going to get there, but let's get to know each other first. My name is Nina Adio, and I've been doing social media specifically for wedding professionals for eight years now. Before my love for weddings came my love for social media, and that's because I basically grew up as these platforms did, as this whole new world of social media did. So, you know, I was in elementary school as AOL rolled out. They had AOL kids and keywords. You know, do you remember commercials that say, you know, search keyword this, and that's how you'd find things. Does anyone remember that? Oh, I'd even spend my weekend days playing Slingo. Anyone? Anyone, if anyone remembers Slingo, you have to message me on my Instagram. I do wedding marketing and uh, we can bond about that. AOL even allowed you to make your own little website and extended profile info. I mean, they were good old days, but we're not just talking about AOL today. So then after AOL came to AIM, AOL Instant Messenger. Anyone remember that? And AIM stuck around. AIM profiles, away messages. I mean, self-expression for teens on social really started with the away messages. The dramatic lyrics and quotes everyone would leave. You'd say you were away, but you really weren't. (laughs) You were just waiting to see if your crush came on. And after AIM, I mean, the groundbreaking MySpace came out while I was in high school. And as I started college, another platform exclusively for college students started too, and that was Facebook. So if Facebook started while I was in college, that means while I was in college, social media was not a major. Businesses were not on Twitter. Professionals were still exclusively advertising in papers, commercials, radio ads, magazines, and those methods of advertising still work. But in this podcast, we're focusing strictly on social media. So I didn't learn what I know about social media in a classroom. I learned from being, firstly, a consumer of social media. My first position in the industry was doing social media and administrative work for a group of wedding venues. And doing the admin work means I learned the industry from every aspect booking the linen orders, articulating the cake designs for each event, sending leads to the vendors, booking vendors for the bridal showcase, and so forth. 
at the same time, I was now given a platform to experiment on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, etc., all from scratch to learn how we could grow on those platforms. And at that time, there was no specific information for how to apply social media strategy specific for wedding venues, wedding photographers, wedding DJs. So I had to learn it. There was information out, but it wasn't location-based. It wasn't for the local business and it wasn't for wedding pros. I learned it from the bottom and I loved it. Then I got married. I left the job and something interesting happened. I couldn't stop thinking about promoting wedding professionals. I couldn't stop thinking about it. I wasn't just passionate about weddings because I was a future bride. I now no longer was a bride and I missed it. The vendors, the tips and tricks, matching couples with professionals. I worked with a friend of mine who was had, she has a great wedding planning business, Iconic Events by Mandy. And I was able to do some weddings with her, which was great. It helped keep my pulse on the industry. But then all I wanted to do was talk to the vendors and post about the vendors and I missed it. I knew where my full-time place had to be now, and it was doing social media. So it was that May of 2019 that I Do Wedding Marketing launched. It survived a pandemic, showing that now more than ever, vendors know that digital is direct. Okay, when your door is temporarily closed, your communication is still open online. Now more than ever, we are seeing the value in social media. And that really is my first point in today's topic, which is why social media is ideal for your wedding business. When your physical doors have to temporarily close, your social media profiles are still open. Your email list is still open. Your website is still active. Not only can your clients get in touch with you, but you can get in touch with them. That is huge. Believe me, the last thing I expected during a pandemic that stopped events was to book more wedding industry professionals for social. But that's exactly what happened because people realized that where they needed to focus was online. Even before this pandemic, the trends are pointing less towards foot traffic and more towards online traffic. So once upon a time, vendors and professionals could be on a venue's recommended list and that would be all they needed. Then, you know, as things evolved, you could be on that list and maybe add a listing on the knot or an online profile site, and that would be all you needed. Imagine how simple things were back then. But while it does sound kind of awesome, there's also something more awesome. Okay, imagine not having to be subservient to a venue or to an online platform. Imagine totally calling your own shots. Imagine, okay, imagine not having to pay a commission to someone for a booking or getting repeatedly, you know, badgered by these online listing sites to do a two-page spread in their magazine that you don't need. All right. I mean, that may be, that may be my own pain point, but. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So magazine spreads aside, that really does lead to my next point about why I love social media for your wedding business and that it's, you control your advertising budget. And yes, Zero dollars counts. With social media advertising, you're totally in control of how much or how little you spend. And it's not in a misleading free trial or try the light version sort of way. It's totally within reason. Okay, it's totally within reason 
to put in time over money when it comes to social media marketing, especially on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. Organic reach could become more challenging over time, which is why the sooner you start, the better. I can't vouch for other agencies' pricings, but I speak for myself. I know that a social media agency for your content can possibly cost less than traditional options of paid-for listing online, like Wedding Wire or The Knot. It's just something to consider. And I do want to give a disclaimer that I think The Knot has huge value for professionals. It's not going away. It appears at the tippy top of search results, and many brides and grooms do refer to it as a listing where they can view multiple professionals all at once. So I'm not trying to hate on The Knot. I think if it's something within your budget, it is absolutely a discussion point of something you should consider. But keep in mind, those online listing sites do service the couple first and the vendor second, despite who's paying the bills. So what that means is that negative reviews can't be taken down without being proven as false. And not all negative reviews are truthful reviews that you want attached to your name. With social media, you're going to be able to decide what reviews you're highlighting and what reviews you're putting on your website, your Instagram, etc. So that, that's kind of cool. That's kind of nice, right? Here's what I also love about Instagram and Facebook and social media in general for the wedding industry. The demographic is right where you need it to be. In the wedding industry, we're typically pursuing an age range, okay? We, of course, encourage and welcome couples of all age ranges. But typically, I got this from the insider.com. It says that people in the United States of America, on average, are getting married between 25 and 30. I'll link that in the show notes because they also had a breakdown by state, which was really fascinating. And I'll also link below the next set of stats I'm going to give you from Sprout Social, which is that 81% of 18 to 29 year olds use Facebook. 81%. Okay, so 81% of your target audience is potentially on Facebook. 64% on Instagram. 40% on Twitter. That's reason enough for me to get my wedding vendors on those platforms, especially Facebook and Instagram, for sure. And guys, all of these are just a fingertip away, which is my next point in favor of social. It's easily accessible. It's on our phones, our computers, at home, on the go. Social media is with us and our target audience any place our phone or computers are. Any place you have a phone or a computer, they have access to your marketing, to your advertising, to your website, which I don't know about you, but for me, that's, that's all the time. I like those odds, okay? My phone is with me all the time. So I like the odds that if I have stuff available mobile on Instagram, on Facebook, mobile web, etc., that my audience is going to be able to find me. Okay, so imagine. That means your ideal client could come across your post and profile literally at any time. You don't have to wait for a scheduled commercial to air or a publication to come out and then for them to actually see it, right? As long as you have a profile on the platform, then you're accessible. Of course, knowledge is power here, which is why I've been loading up my website, my Instagram with tips and tricks to help you get found on Instagram, Facebook, social media. But let the fact that your profile is just an application away from your client's fingertips at all times motivate you to start rocking your social presence. 
So because social media is so accessible, it means that you can take control of what you are posting, kind of what we're talking about with the reviews. And that's my next point about social that I love. You can decide what images of past weddings to share. You can decide what promotions to make public. And most importantly, you can control when you're posting these things. All right, so let's say bookings aren't where you thought they'd be for your next showcase. Send an email blast out. Or if you just got a gorgeous wedding gown in, but you only have your cell phone to capture it, put it on an Instagram story. Engagement season coming up, start regularly posting your favorite images from your own portfolio that showcase your brand and get your profile ready. On social media, you are in control. You can still take control even if you hire an outside team member or business like myself to do your social. However, make sure they're crystal clear on your brand image and identity and are prepared with portfolio images of your work that you want to showcase. So, for example, if you were to book with me, this is what I do right away when I'm booking a client. We have what I call our Oprah interview. I ask all about you. I learn all about you so I can learn your business's voice and style. Then we use a combination of your existing content user generated content and content I create to start filling up the schedule that you approve. So you are still in control, but you have those extra hours of your life back while I take care of the content marketing. Here's something I try to do with all my clients and another reason to love social. You can create a connection before the engagement and after the wedding. Okay, so let me speak from personal experience here. After my wedding day, I became obsessed with my photographer. He kept me running on time. He made my family laugh when they were tired of taking photos. He actually even fought off an evil woman in the church who refused to let us take our portraits. Like, I'm glad he fought her off, but I I still think about this lady and what I wish I would have said to her. But anyway, he was there for me on the most important day of my life. And now... I graciously follow him as he does the same for other people. Even more, I want him to be there for other people's important moment of their lives. Before the wedding, I dutifully followed his post and fangirled when he would like mine, thinking clearly like I'm his favorite bride-to-be, right? (laughs) But even before he saved my wedding, or I'm being dramatic, but even before that wedding came, that first connection was there through Instagram. I actually discovered his photography business through photos he took at the venue I was getting married at. I was looking at the venue's pictures, photos taken at the venue. He had tagged them and I loved it. And I knew that I wanted photos like that for my wedding. So that was where really the connection started. It started with seeing his posts on social media It started with little likes going back and forth. It continued when I fell in love with him at the wedding. And now he's at the forefront of my mind as a photographer because I see what he's doing for other people. I continue to see his posts and it keeps him in mind for me. So when somebody asks about a photographer, I'm still always thinking of him. I haven't forgotten about him. And that's a great way for you to get to know your couples get to know prospective couples invest in your audience and leave the door open for them to invest back in you 
may feel awkward, but start small. Just like people's photos or leave an occasional comment and see if you get more comfortable. So sometimes what I'll do is if somebody had gotten married at a venue I represent, I absolutely follow them. And as they post about their life's milestones, I comment, I engage, I congratulate them because they share the most important day of their life with us. So I am more than happy to follow them back and to invest back in them. I love seeing that a bride and groom have returned to a venue to do their parents' anniversary. Or when I receive photos from a photographer of a past client who booked them for their baby pictures when they had their first child. Okay, after being a part of someone's wedding, you feel like a part of the family sometimes. Following one another on social can keep that connection there, leaving a space for you in the back of their minds for when the next event comes. Even if you don't follow them, the idea that you're on Instagram and you're consistently posting for them to follow you is huge enough. So I don't know, guys, did this light a fire on anyone like it did me to get those schedules up and posted? I'm feeling ready to go. But before we do that, guys, wherever you are listening to this podcast, just like we discussed reviews for wedding pros, Reviews for podcasts can mean so much, especially for a new podcast like this. So please consider giving this podcast a review. I'll do a dance if you give it five stars so this brand new podcast can reach its audience. All right, it's brand new right now, but over time, you know, we're going we're gonna to really streamline this. And I'm going to be posting every Wednesday with a new episode. Thank you for being part of this debut, guys. I'm also going to be live on my Instagram, I Do Wedding Marketing, every Wednesday at 12 Eastern Time. So you want to follow me there. If you have a question you'd like answered for next week's show, or if something you'd like to contribute for a future episode, send me an email at hello at IDoWeddingMarketing.com. I'll put all this in the show notes as well. So guys, thank you for your support on this epic endeavor. I can't wait to see where we go next. You know, I want to know what you guys want to hear about on this podcast. If it's strictly tips and tricks, if there's some platforms you want to know about more than others, if you just want to chat wedding, maybe even celebrity weddings or what it's like, what it's really like working a wedding. I mean, you guys all know that boy, those, those wedding planner days. I mean, you really bond with vendors because you're working together in these crazy elements for like 12 hours on your feet. Oh, it's just, it's why I love weddings so much. So thank you guys for being here. I can't wait to see, see where we go next. All right. XO guys, I'll see you next week. This has been Nina.